Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys, giving an endearing insight into their lives. In today's episode of Little Women, we are speaking to Amanda Butes. Amanda is an actress living in Chicago. Whilst pursuing her own acting dreams and looking to advance in her field, Since the pandemic started, Amanda has also been using her social medias to provide valuable advice to other aspiring actors. We talked to her all about how to get into acting despite what other circumstances you are in, nailing self-tapes and auditions, and how she managed to quit her full-time job to follow her dreams. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we, me and Jaylan, I think are really going to enjoy this. Obviously, Hannah will as well. Um, but we, me and Jaylan both want to be actresses. So I think this will be really interesting to hear what you have to thank say. Um, so Sounds we have good. a fan question first. And Nikita asked, at what point did you realise you wanted a career in, act- in the acting industry? And what inspired you? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like, you know, I think a lot of like artists can just kind of agree on the fact that there's never one sole thing that inspires you. You know, there's so many different aspects that go into it. Um, but I, it sounds so stupid and cliche and, but I literally just, I knew forever. I didn't even, I, I knew even before I knew that like professional acting was a thing just from when I was a kid, I was just always creating, I was making commercials in my basement I literally built my own stage to have my entire neighborhood come to my house to like watch me put on skits in the backyard like I was just I was when I was home alone I was like yeah I'm home alone now I can make music videos like I was just constantly (laughs) just like you know like making my own things um I just loved being on camera but the best part of it was just I loved making things and then seeing people's reactions you know um just like growing up I think you know we can all relate no one's childhood or upbringing is like perfect and I think when I was growing up I was just realizing like movies and tv shows were like my escape you know and it made you like feel a certain way even for two hours that's the magic of a movie like it just makes you feel a certain way and I just realized I wanted to be a part of like helping people feel a certain way and helping people escape from like crazy life you know so I just realized like wow that's actually a job you can actually do that you know um for a living like that that could be something so um as I got older I was just like hey you know what maybe one day I'll try that and then I got you know I was turned like 13 12 13 um and I just asked my parents like hey can you sign me up for acting classes like can I just try I was like just let me try let me see if I even like it let me try and like it kind of just went from there because I just totally fell in love with it. Mm. That's really nice that your parents were like supportive because obviously some people like say they right. want to go into want to go into acting, but then their parents are like, oh, it's never going to happen. But it's really good that exactly. they were supportive. Yeah, definitely. And you know, like I can honestly say it wasn't like constant. It was. It never really was like, oh my god, we 100% believe in you. We have no doubts you're gonna make it. It's not, you know, it's never been that, and it's still today sometimes not that. But I think that's normal for everyone because it's kind of the thing of like, if you have huge dreams, not everyone has an open mind, you know. Um, and I like, I love that quote. That's like, you know, have dreams that are so big that no one believes in them because that's when you know, like, you're dreaming big, right? So it was still there were still times that they questioned it and they were like 
you need to you know there was times they're like you need to find a real job you need to go to school you need to like grow up but I think it was just the way that they cared enough to like you know they didn't want me to take too much of a risk that I might be putting myself in danger which is totally understandable but but no I've definitely yeah I definitely had enough support for them to be like you know what just try it see what happens you know yeah well we have another fan question um and Jenny asked is do you think there's a specific age that is better to start acting or do you think just go whenever go whenever you want (laughs) yeah you know I always say like people a lot of people think a certain age is too old or too young um I have so many friends in the industry that are literally like married with kids and just started um and I actually always refer back there's I don't know her name but there is an actress in Black Panther that like got her first role in her 60s so it's like you're never too old um you're never too young that's literally why there's like shows and commercials with babies because they literally start (laughs) acting as a baby um so I literally I just tell people like just start when you're when you feel ready because if you start before you're comfortable you're not going to make it very far you know just kind of start when you feel like you want to start whether that's 10 years old or 40 years old you know it's just something you need to do when you feel is the right time Hmm. So what was one of the, the first few steps that you did to start your acting journey? Um, you know, I, I think the first major step I did was start acting classes. That's like the, that's the very first thing you want to do, um, as well as theater. Theater is like the base of all acting. So being just, even if it's a small role, just like being involved in theater or school plays or community plays, whatever it might be, that's like your, your best bet because, um, you know if you're gonna just wake up one day and just expect to be in this like blockbuster film you know that's not how it works so um I just took it like baby steps like how I just started doing classes I did a few theater things around me um and then just from there it was just like one step so you know like I got my headshots I um, was trying to book my own roles first obviously I luckily live in Chicago so you know it's not like a town in a small area with like a population of 200 people you know so I was like blessed enough to be in an area that had a good market so I definitely took advantage of that um but yeah my very first steps was like class and theater those are like the best the best ways to start because it'll really show you like if it's really something you enjoy doing Mm. well what you were saying about getting headshots after your acting classes um a follower Hannah asked how long after starting acting classes should she get headshots that's another question. Um, you, you know, I, I got headshots, I think, literally like two weeks after I started my first class. Um, you really don't need headshots until you're going to be submitting yourself for roles. Headshots are just so casting directors know what you look like and will look at you and be able to tell if you fit what idea they have for a role they're casting. So, you know, if you're just going to classes, if you're just going to be in theater, you're not planning on submitting yourself for things anytime soon, then you don't need them. But once you feel like you've been training long enough to the fact where you, you're kind of like confident enough to be starting to submit yourself to things, that's when you should definitely look into taking some sort of headshots. And you don't have to be spending hundreds right away. You know, you don't have to find the best photographer in your area right off the bat. Um, but I always just say the more you put in to things like your headshots the more you're going to get out of it you know well Michaela asked with headshots um should she be having different headshots with different hairstyles so e.g one where she has braids and one where she has curly hair oh yeah definitely um the more variety you have in headshots it's the it's better because 
you're basically making it easier for casting directors to think of you in certain ways. So if, for example, you just have one look with headshots with straight hair um, and the casting director wants someone with curly hair, then they have to go, you know, it's stupid, but they have to do the extra work of like trying to imagine what you would look like with curly hair, you know? So um, I always just say do enough looks um to where you kind of show like your range so for example if you have glasses get some with glasses and get some without just so it's not just one look mm -hmm. you know you have range so for different whatever the casting directors are looking for you can use different different ones to submit for different types of roles yeah so in like speaking of the actual shots um what are the best shot types to use when getting your headshots like do you want one up close like a whole body shot awesome question um so when it comes to headshots um like headshots in particular specifically headshots they always say um <clears throat> it's just you know it's that it's your head um where you know something you can kind of get like your chest up um but that's really all they want for specifically headshots now sometimes in certain castings they will say send over like a three-fourths photo or a full body photo just cut so they like get an idea of you know how how you yeah. look if you look like you're seven feet tall then they're not going to cast you along an actor that's only like five feet you yeah. know what I mean like they want to know <laughs> what you look like so they're not surprised when you walk on set um but a majority of the time that it's it's rare that they ask for that type of things they're usually they will only ask um for headshots which is literally just your chest up you don't need your torso you don't need your full body just chest up it gives a good glimpse of what your face looks like and that's really that's really all that matters. Yeah. Do you think it's necessary go to an acting school uh, if you do want to pursue acting as a career? Yeah, I think, you know, many times I say acting school and I say acting classes. And I think sometimes people um, get kind of confused by what I mean. As far as acting school, like if, you know, if someone's thinking of going to like a performing arts academy, like you mm -hmm. see on shows, you know, like victorious and stuff like that like <laughs> you don't have to go to you know a, a school like that like I went to a public middle school I went to a public high school you don't have to go to like a school school that's dedicated to just performing arts that's not mandatory at all um but some sort of classes some sort of training is it's um, like you have to it's a must do there's no way around training um I say it so many times that I think I annoy the heck out of people but <laughs> an actor that doesn't train is an actor that doesn't book. You can't just say like, no, I'm too good. Like I, no one can coach me. I don't need training. Like that's, that's not how it works. Um, no matter how good you are, the best of best actors are still training. So classes of some sort you need to do, whether it's, you know, with a coach and it's just you, or it's in a group setting, whatever you're going over auditions, cold reads, monologues, whatever it might be, some sort of training you need to do you know at some point yeah I feel like that's also applicable to like most fields so like right. people maybe assume that because it's acting you don't need it but if you think about like most of the careers you do need mm -hmm. to do some sort of training at some point absolutely absolutely I think yeah and so many people too are like you know kind of just assume like well I'm born with the talent I don't need training and it's like you need to get over that because, you know, no matter how good you are, there's always room for improvement and there's always things you're not going to know, you know, mm. um, training in classes, you know, it's not just, they don't just teach you how to act, you know, yes, they, they help you work on your craft, but they do so much more than that. They teach you about the technicalities of it, you know, how things work, all of that. So it's like, 
no matter how good you are or how you know how good you think you are <laughs> or how good people tell you you are um you will always need training and if you you know you should constantly be training you shouldn't take one class and be like oh, i got it down i'm fine like you should constantly be be taking classes yeah so i feel like we've already answered this question but lex asked is school theater a good way to improve acting yeah definitely that's the that's the best way to do it community theater church theater school theater yeah. any play any type of role just to get out there theater is the best way to figure out if you really like acting like theater is the base of acting um real acting happens in theater so if you don't like theater you're probably not going to like any other type <laughs> of acting so yeah definitely just a school play go try out see what happens it's yeah it's the most simple way to find out and it helps so much yeah so we have another question from Lex and they asked what other ways are there to work on your acting as a kid (laughs) (laughs) as a kid well um I feel like the process is kind of the same whether you're like 10 or like in your 50s whatever it might be the process is kind of always the same um so as far as being, you know, being a kid, obviously it's, it's different. There's, you know, child labor laws, there's, you know, you can't always do as you don't always have as much like independence and freedom, obviously as being an adult. Um, but there's, there's kids classes, you know, there's, um, classes is the best thing. School plays just as being a kid, you know, being in middle school or younger than that. Um, there's not really any different way to go about it as a kid. It's kind of no matter where you are in life the process is still gonna be the same well we have another question from Olga I'm sorry if I got that wrong um and they asked what are the first steps to take in your acting career if you've moved to a new country Ooh, if you've moved to a new country um I think so something that people say all the time to me um like if they live in another country they're like do I have to be in America or if they are in America, they're like, do I have to be in Los Angeles? Um, and you don't have to be anywhere. You can be successful in your career no matter where you are. Um, I think especially you should be owning your career where you are right now before you make a jump because you never know how much your life is going to change um, once you move somewhere else. So, I mean, if you're new to a different country, definitely take advantage, you know, see how their market works, see what films there, if anything. Um, see what classes they have see you know depending on what country it is um, how they go about the film industry you know how it works for them if you're moving to like America if you're moving to like LA um, you have to be very careful because there's markets that are just incredibly oversaturated and there's just so much competition and I think people don't realize that they just think if they go somewhere like with more opportunity it's going to be easier and that's not always the case. Um, just be be smart, be aware, and know that even though there might be more opportunity, that doesn't mean that it's just going to fix all your problems. Because sometimes at the end of the day, that just means more competition and could actually make it harder for you. So, yeah, just be smart, be aware, and be, like, mm. realistic. Um, well, Jaden asked, well, said, um, I'm 14 year- years old and I want to be an actress in America and I don't have any money. Do you have any advice? um so I always say don't you know this this industry is like it's cold-hearted okay and it's like there's you can't really sugarcoat it there's things that just suck to hear but like that's just the reality of it um I always say don't 
start your acting career with like $2 in your pocket. You know, um, there's so much financial sacrifice that has to happen with it because classes cost money, headshots cost money, um, submitting yourself for roles on certain sites costs money. If you were to join SAG, which is the uh, Screen Actors Guild, like union for acting, that costs money. So it's like you need to be prepared and like have like a mature mindset about it because if you think you're going to get very far with having you know not with literally not spending a dime it's just not realistic um you know you don't have to be rich by any means I was never rich um I know so many you know it's you don't have to be born into this um wealthy and famous family to get far in your acting career but it's something that if you if you're really like I don't have any like I don't have a dollar to spend right now on my acting career I have nothing to invest right now um I would say wait then um, I know as, you know, as hard as it might be to hear you, you just, you need money for certain things. Um, free headshots are not going to be good headshots. Um, free classes are rare if they even exist, um, you know, and just submit, you need to be submitting yourself for roles before you can get bigger roles and that costs money. So if, if that's where you are right now, I would suggest um, waiting a bit if you're young you know, waiting till you're a bit older, maybe um, until you get a job until you're like more financially independent, and you can be paying for things like that by yourself, and then maybe go, go from there. But just realistically, I like to be honest, because I don't want to say, Oh, you'll be fine. And then they try it. And they're like, okay, it sucks, you know, so I just like to be upfront and honest. Um, I yeah, I would definitely wait until you have flexibility when it comes. To well, money. we have another question from Alexis. Alexis, Alexis, um, and they asked if you have to be <laughs> huge on social media to get an agent. Not at all. Um, no, not at all. Followers and, you know, social media presence and all of that. Um, it's, it helps in a way that I've just been told that if, you know, you're going up for this lead role in this whatever Netflix show or whatever um, and it comes down to you and one other person um, I was always told if that other person was like did have a following then it would probably go to them just because it brings more awareness and like a bigger audience to the show and I you know I feel production companies and stuff you know do care about that especially in today's society where social media is such a big thing um, it's important yes however you would never be like turned down for not having at least 20,000 followers. You know, they don't, they don't, they care about your talent at the end of the day. They care about your determination. They care about um, your package and you know, how well you can be um, promoting yourself and putting yourself out there, but it's not like a must have just, you know, be yourself, be who you are. Um, and it's, yeah, it's not, it's, it's important, I guess, in a way, but it's not, something that's mandatory in order to make it anywhere like it's you know you can you can go around it if that's not something that you feel you would you would have yeah you know? well could you tell us a bit about like how you know it's the right time to get an aid and what they specifically look for for sure um so an agent is not I say it all the time it's not the first step to starting your career so many people think that I think I think that's a very big misconception to where getting an agent is your first step, where that's actually like the complete opposite. Um, a majority of the time, not all the time, but a, a great percentage of the time, um, especially as an adult, if you're just starting acting as an adult, um, 
agents want to see that you know what a set is you know how a set works you know what it takes to book they want to see that you book stuff by yourself um they want to see that you have been training and you're not new to all of this because at the end of the day um you don't pay to get an agent an agent only makes money when you do um it's basically like a lawyer they have a certain amount of people that they represent and they are making money because they're taking a percentage of the money that their actors are making so if they don't have faith that you're going to be booking um then, you know, why would they waste their time signing you? They want to be signing people that they have faith that can go far and do well um, in the industry. So they're not really, I mean, sometimes they might, but usually they're not really going to be taking chances on people and saying like, oh, you've never been on a set. Oh, you've never taken a class in your life. Okay, that's fine. I'll sign you. Like, it's not, they want to know that they, that you're going to do well. That's what they want. Um, so you want to be kind of your own agent before you're looking for an, for other agents. You want to be having memberships with casting sites. So backstage, actors access, um, casting networks, there's, there's tons. You want to be having memberships with that and creating profiles on those sites in order to be submitting yourself for roles. Um, because when you start booking stuff independently and you start, you know, getting auditions by yourself and getting on set all because you booked it yourself, that's good. Um, you start getting a, a experience, you can start building your resume and then you have all these credits under your belt and that's when an agent would start taking you seriously. So if you're just waking up one day and saying, hmm, I want to be an actor um, and an agent will probably not be, not be interested. They will majority of the time only consider you once you have training um, an experience of some sort. So it's going to take some time. Um, I didn't get my first agent until, I don't know, like a year and a half, I believe a year and a half, two years after I started, just cause I wanted to make sure I was having credits. I was building my resume. I got good headshots. I was taking classes. I was working with coaches. I wanted to make sure my package was like well-rounded and I was successful independently before I was looking for someone else to be like working for me basically um so just yeah it's just have patience don't do it right off the bat because you will probably just <laughs> fall out of yourself so um yeah just be looking for classes be looking for training get headshots build a resume work on as many projects as you can take that footage and create a demo reel with clips of your footage um and just like have you know, be your own, you know, successful actor before you're looking. I'm sure that agents get like loads of people coming to them as well saying like, oh, I want to be an actor. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. They, exactly. They get so many submissions constantly um, that they're usually, especially I know like in Chicago, um, even, you know, usually the biggest agents, they're picky about who they're choosing. They're not going to say yes to everyone. They're only going to give the time of day to certain people that they really know can be booking things and being busy. So, um, yeah, it's just submit when you know that you've done all you can to be like making a name for yourself. Um, I guess this is quite a general question, but Ava asked, how long did it take to book your first film or role? I'm not sure since your agent or just since you wanted to be an actress or oh yeah um I I think back to so I started when I was 13 it was like at the beginning it was like the end of 2011 early 2012 I remember that um and then I booked my very first role at 
the beginning of 2014. So I would say about two years. It took about two years of taking classes um, and submitting and auditioning. Yeah, like a year and a half, two years before I like booked my first thing. And my first thing was a minor, very minor role. It was a student film. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that I was like auditioning as much as I could. You know, I wanted to make sure I was training and having, you know, so I wasn't walking to an audition with just, you know, a blank face, not knowing what's going on. So, yeah, I would say about a year and a half. Okay, cool. Um, I know you spoke a lot about the significance of training constantly. But we have a question about, do you need to frequently stay on top of your acting training, even though you're filming on set? Because whilst you're on set, I guess you're constantly, you know, working as an actor and learning about things you need to work on. So would you still need to train whilst you're on set? You know, if you're working on a like TV show where you're, say you're like a reoccurring character, so you're on every episode, you're working on set every day, every week, um, then it's a bit trickier. Um, but then I would say, you know, yeah, you should be taking time to train while you're filming because filming's taking up, you know, filming becomes your daily life if you're doing it every single day, but you should definitely then try to be also taking time to train. Um, but if it's, for example, just like a, uh, a film set that you're only going to be on for like two weeks, um, you don't need to also be, you know, filming and then having a class that that night, you know, you can kind of take those two weeks off and be focused on your character um it is a good idea though if you are like say the lead in a project um for the duration of filming it's a good idea too to have your own coach like your own private coach so you can work with them with the script to make your performance for that specific character as as good as you can um but you don't you know you don't have to be training every single day you're on set if it's just like a a shorter project if that makes sense yeah so do you have any like top tips for preparing for auditions or castings? Yeah. Um, you know, auditions are scary. That's like the scariest part yeah. of acting. Um, and I've heard so many of like my teachers and stuff just say like, for a while, acting won't even be your job. Your job will be auditioning. Like auditioning just becomes literally your whole job. Um, And that's the scariest part because you're literally walking into a room and saying like, okay, I'm going to make a fool out of myself for two minutes. And then you guys can judge me. Like that's literally what it is. So it's like, obviously it's, it's intimidating for anyone and it can mess with your mind. Um, But my biggest tip for like just auditions in general, and I always, I'm still trying to figure this out and work with it for myself because it's easier said than done. But my biggest tip with auditions is just, go in there do your best and then forget about it because there's your mind will play so many games as soon as you walk out of the room you're gonna be like oh my god I should have done this I wanted to do this instead there's nothing you can do to go back in time and change it you literally just need to be prepared go in there give it your all and then on to the next one you know auditions are so like tricky because you'll never be told if you did well you know an audition is usually you go in there you introduce yourself you do it they might say okay thank you like have a good day or it'll be like okay do you mind doing it one more time more like this but they'll never say okay here's a list of everything you did great and here's a thing a list of everything you did awful you know it's kind of like you're always (laughs) like okay did I do good you know they kind of always leave you guessing um so I always just say 
give it your all, mm-hmm. walk away, and don't think about it again. If you book it, awesome. You'll hear back in maybe a few weeks. Um, but you don't want to be spending those few weeks after it just constantly stressing and thinking, oh, my God, like regretting you did it a certain way. You just want to do it and forget about it. Hope for the best, but just on to the next one. Like auditions are just your constant mm-hmm. job. So just always have that mindset of like, okay, on to the next. Yeah, on to the I can next. imagine myself, honestly, like if that was me, just overanalyzing everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Especially like if, you know, for my peeps out there with anxiety, <laughs> like it just makes yeah. it 10 times worse because you're just constantly overthinking it. Yeah. And you're just like, did I do it well? Is that what they wanted to see? Or did they want to see it another way? You just have to do it the way you thought and yeah. then move on. So do you personally prefer doing self-tapes or auditioning in person? I lo- So the one silver lining of like quarantine and everything has been literally being able to <laughs> sit where I am in my basement and be able to do the auditions. That has been the coolest thing I don't have to sit in traffic <laughs> I don't have to drive an hour away you know because you you drive like I well it's guess it depends where you live I personally live about like 45 minutes away from the city which is usually where the auditions take place so I'm usually waking up two hours beforehand getting ready stressing out driving an hour there just to sit there to see them for five minutes and then come all the yeah. way back you know and that takes a toll um so it's really really nice to just like be able to do it all in your own house um so that has been great the one thing I will say though acting is such a physical personal thing that um it, that's that's why it, it's so hard to be taking class you know virtual classes are a godsend right now but it's still hard because acting is so much about chemistry and like um you know being being physical being face to face and feeling each other's energy yeah. um it's just such a like intimate yeah. thing you know what I mean so um that's the one thing I feel like you can't really um bond or like have that like chemistry with the casting director you know you can't you can't feel like their energy you can't actually be face-to-face with them so that's the one thing that sucks because you don't you're not really able to do that but it definitely just may in the if you're just referring to like if it's easier or not it makes it so much easier but I think too like a lot of casting directors agents everyone is realizing that um from now on even when COVID is over and all this and it gets better I think self-tapes are going to be so much more like you know just common now because they're realizing how much we can actually be doing things at home you know so there's there's ups and downs but I've definitely (laughs) saving petrol as well (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) Right. speaking of self-tapes do you think there's some like things that you need to know as an actor when you're filming self-tapes such as like lighting and location is that kind of stuff significant do you think Absolutely. So I don't know if you guys can tell right now, but so I'm in front of my backdrop. That is what I use for self tapes. Um, The backdrop is so important. You need a solid backdrop. You don't want to have, if you have like pictures on your wall or paintings or anything, whatever, you don't want that. You literally want a solid backdrop and they always say blue is preferred. Um, So that's so important. I know you also can't see it, but literally my lights um you you good lighting is so important I have two umbrella lights and then a ring light um because it's so important to not have any shadows you don't want to look too orange or like washed out you want to look bright um but just you know you want to be seen you know 
So, um, and that's so important. Yes, the hearing is so important. Um, if you have like dogs barking or like loud footsteps or anything, it's just anything that could be distracting. Um, it, it can just take the focus away from you. And that's the biggest thing you don't want to do, whether it's headshots, self tapes, um, like if it's what you're wearing or whatever, you never want to take the focus away from you. You want the focus to be on you and your performance. So just make sure you have your own area. Um, you know, whether it's your bedroom, your basement, whatever it might be, you want your own space. Sure. Do you have a specific routine that helps you get into character? I feel like there's not, I'm not like very much of like a method actor or anything. Um, I think there is certain things though that I've learned from coaches. I always share with people something that always helped me is like the days leading up to, um, to filming. I will always like keep diary entries and write a diary entry as if I were the character because it's just simple things like that that connect your real life with the character's life. So then when you're walking on set, it's the, the character isn't a stranger to you. You know, you felt like you've con- connected with the character enough to just become it. Um, so there's little things like that that help you put it, you know, just put you into the character even when you don't have to be. It helps so much. Um, as far as like memorization and stuff like that, um, I always say something that helps me so much. People think that when you read a script in your head, you say the lines in your head, you're like, okay, I'm good. When you walk onto set or walk into an audition and you actually actually say it, it's so much more different. Um, it just changes it so much. So vocalizing it, it, it doesn't, you know, if you're talking to someone, if you're by yourself, like saying it out loud is so important. And then something else I noticed was, um, your mind tends to link remembering certain things with where you are. So if you get a script and you're only practicing it in like one room and one side of a room and you're just looking at one wall the whole time while you're memorizing it, it's going to make it a lot more difficult once you have a change of scenery in your onset or you're in the audition. So I always recommend too something that helps me um, be practicing and rehearsing your lines in multiple places. Um, in different rooms, outside, inside, in front of different people, because then your brain will be more flexible and will link the lines to all these different places. So then once you get into like an unfamiliar location on set or in the audition, it won't like freak your, like overwhelm your brain too much to where you forget it. Advice do you have for people that are too nervous or scared to get into acting? I say the, I got to find out who says this quote because I quote it all the time. It's not right for me to keep saying it without knowing who said it. But um, the, the, like one of my favorite, favorite quotes I've ever heard in my entire life was feel the fear and do it anyways. Um, I think something that I have learned just from acting from my personal life, from being on, on this planet for 22 years is like fear is awful, but you shouldn't let it control you um you know feel the fear and do it anyways be you know accept your nerves accept that you're freaking out and you don't know what the heck is going to happen um but literally go for it um it's it's scary but it's normal to be scary like we're human beings we're not perfect everyone gets nervous the most successful talented people in the world still get nervous nerves are normal um and i think if you just try it if you just give yourself like hey you know what I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to see what happens until next January. I'm going to try everything I can. I'm going to submit myself. I'm going to audition. I'm going to take this class and this class. I'm just going to see what happens. Um, What's the best piece of advice that you've been given when it comes to acting? Mm -hmm. It was probably that last one, but. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mm. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the best piece of advice is probably like you need to realize that I think so many people think it's easy and it's not (laughs) because if it was everyone would be an actor (laughs) um so it's kind of like you need to realize there's going to be so much more rejection than anything else um they say like for every 100 no's you'll get one yes um so you just have to be determined and you need to realize like you can't just get a no and give up and be like well whatever they didn't like me I'll never I'm never gonna do anything with it if you have that mindset um, there's actually a statistic I heard from a casting director on YouTube the other day that like um, 90% of actors give up after two years because if two years they're not booking anything, they just say, screw it, I'm never going to make it. So it's like if you just push through that um, and, you know, go, you know, just try to keep your head down and keep going through it. Um, just accept there will be rejections. You will have days that, like I have, you'll want to roll so freaking bad and <laughs> you will not get it, and you will cry um, because you thought you really, really thought you were gonna get it. Um, hey guys, we just wanted to take a quick break from the episode to let you guys know about a new podcast we've come across. It's called A Bit of Everything Podcast, and it's simply just that. It's about everything. Lizzie chats about anything from fangirling to interviewing artists and shares little advice in there as well, which we love. We love giving you guys advice. We love fangirling and we love interviewing, as you all know. So if you fancy a fangirl or just a bit of something to get you through life, then head on over to A Bit of Everything podcast on Spotify, Mixcloud and Soundcloud. We'll leave a link to this podcast in the description box. So let's get back to the episode. So what made you want to start your TikTok account to give advice to others to start their own journey? <laughs> that, that's so, so <laughs> that's kind of, okay. Well, this all happened in literally the past year. Um, so when it comes to YouTube, I was planning, I created my YouTube last January. So a year ago from literally today. Um, And when I started my YouTube, I had no intentions of having anything acting related. It was going to have absolutely nothing to do with acting. Um, It was just going to be like my outside life. I was making videos with my boyfriend. I was making blogs with my sister of just like, (laughs) just dumb stuff that at the end of the day, probably no one cared about. Um, But so I like, it literally was just going to be everything outside of acting. Um, And then March, so I started uploading stuff on YouTube here and there. And it would literally get like 10 <laughs> views. And I'm like, oh, like that's oh, that disappointing. Um, but I was like, whatever, like maybe it's not my thing. And then like March came around and all my friends were like, oh my God, like TikTok was the thing, right? Everyone's like, you got to download TikTok. It's so funny. Like, and I'm like, no, like I literally judged so much of it. Jaylan, like, Jaylan guys, did that's so cringy. I would never like, you know, try to seem. <laughs> really yes I feel like yeah. so many people were just like oh my god no I would never do that. <laughs> and then like tried it and we're like hmm, that's that's kind of fun you know so that's, that's literally exactly where I was and I'm like no I would never I would never and then I like literally secretly downloaded it in like March and I'm like oh, okay I'll just see what happens and like here and there I'm like uh whatever and then I remember in over the summer this past summer I was leaving my job. I used to work in an office. It was like a nine to five office job. And I was leaving it after like two years of working there because I had booked a feature film. And so I was like, dang, I'm literally leaving and quitting my safe job, my real life job to 
be taking on acting like full time. And I'm like, this is wild. I don't know what the heck's going to happen, but I'm going to try it. Um, so I literally just put a TikTok out there just because I'm like, oh my God, this is so crazy. This is so funny. Just sharing it with the world saying like, I'm literally <laughs> quitting my job to become an actor. Like, don't, you know, just putting that out there. And people just, it just like, I don't know. I don't know if I should say blew up, but like, I was just getting this like crazy amount of support of people saying like, this is so good I believe in you you can do this and I was like oh my god really it was just like this outpouring of support that I was like not expecting I'm like oh my god thank you like people were just being so nice about it I'm like okay and so people were just saying hey like keep us updated you know let us know how this feature film goes you know let us know I'm like sure okay if you guys care like of course so I just kept um uploading things about what I was filming what I was working on um, and then from there, people just were asking like, hey, I really want to be an actor. Can you give me some tips or how did it work for you? So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll start making YouTube videos about this to just tell people. And literally it was just, I kept uploading tips. I kept sharing what I was working on. I was helping other people because that was the main point of everything. I just, when I started off, I didn't have anyone. I didn't have family or friends that was in the industry. So I would have killed to have someone that, you know, could answer my questions and, help me you know if I was confused about anything I would have loved to have like an older sister figure to like help me with that um so I was like well maybe this could be like a help to people so I just kept posting and posting and now I just hit 80k today on TikTok people just get like so pumped up about it like they the comments that I get just like make my heart melt because so many people are like, I didn't believe in myself, but after seeing this, I'm just having this good <laughs> feeling that I should go for it. And I'm like, yes, you should go for it. So if people are being inspired by my story and stuff, that's like, that's all I wanted to ever do. So I will just keep going and see where I have no idea what's to come with it. Obviously it's one of those things that like happens so quickly. <laughs> so I'm so overwhelmed. What has been your favorite moment so far within your acting career? And what do you hope to do next? Ooh, my favorite, there's been so much that I've just, honestly, it's going to sound so dumb, but like this whole thing, just looking back to when I started um, like I was, I had the worst social anxiety. I was the most quiet, nervous person just growing up being a kid. I couldn't order for myself at a restaurant. Like I was, I couldn't be by myself. I couldn't have conversations. I couldn't pick up the phone and like call people. Like it literally was like taking over my life. Like I just, I didn't, I was just so introverted in the like most dangerous way almost, you know? Um, so acting has just been like my outlet, but it's also made me so comfortable with like it just totally flipped my world upside down it just made me like totally come out of my shell so much and like now I I just I love that type of thing I would have <laughs> never expected myself to enjoy performing no one would have ever but I found this like love in it that I just found my calling like I was like this is what I meant to do um so everything I've done I mean every single set I've worked on the people I've worked with um you know, the states I've traveled to, the awards I've been nominated for, just all the, like, it's such a huge honor, but it's just such a, like, feeling of, like, I'm so, um, I don't even know the word proud, I guess, but it's, like, not even proud, it's just surprised that, you know, life could turn out this way, so it's, like, that's why I just want to, I think the best part of all this is being able to show people, like, even when no one expects that you would be able to do that, even if you don't yourself believe you can do it, you know, I want to be like that person for like the underdogs, you know, like if 
you don't think you actually can, but you really want to, then you can, you know, it's just, if, as long as you're determined and you want it, everything is so possible. And that's what I say all the time. Like, it's just, you can go for it. So my long story short, my favorite part of all of this has just been like helping to show people that like, it's so possible. Um, and my goals would be acting wise. I want to obviously COVID made the past year or so crazy. So everything is still kind of weird right now. I'm not, you know, I, not everything is filming as much as it usually is, but I would love to be, uh, I want to book like a co-star role on a major network show. That's like my next goal. Um, I'm SAG eligible. So I'm like affiliated with the union, but not fully part of SAG. So my next goal is to become fully SAG. Um, I'm trying to move out to LA within the next year. So I'm trying to make that happen too. So and then as far as like social media too, like, you know, being verified on TikTok would be cool this year. Hopefully that's my next goal. And just growing the, you know, my circle of motivating people. That's just, that's like my ultimate goal is to um, just inspire people and show them <laughs> if I can do it, you can too. So like, like me and Jay and I, we come from like very small villages and like the middle of nowhere. Like we live, we live like around the Cotswolds which is just hills and like countryside really <laughs> um well thank you very much amanda for coming on our podcast today we've really enjoyed talking thank to you. you thank you th- <laughs> thank you so much do you want to take a minute to tell our listeners where they can find you your social medias everything like that Sure. Well, you can find me first and foremost on TikTok. Um, my name is Amanda Acting. Um, and my YouTube and my Instagram are just my name, which is Amanda Buz, <laughs> which is B-U-H-S, not buzz, not buns, not butts. Um, it's Buz, B-U-H-S. So yeah, that's um, that's my main three social media things. Right. That's, that's where you can find me. podcast description. So anyone listening who wants to know more or wants to go and follow Amanda, they can and should because there's some great content (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you you made my day (laughs) well other than that guys thank you very much for listening to this episode like we said we've really enjoyed it um don't forget to follow our instagram which is at the little women podcast and you can find all the more information over there about our guests and what we get up to um so yeah thank you again amanda then Thank you, and we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye! Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you want to find us elsewhere, you can follow our Instagram at the Little Women Podcast, where you can ask future guest questions, hear about new episodes coming up, and also see what we get up to behind the scenes. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and give us a five-star rating. We upload every other Sunday, so we'll see you then for a brand new episode.